Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Wines of Blackwood by Arias Hertano, a connoisseur's guide to the vintages of Blackwood. The cyrodiilic love of good food and drink is well known throughout Tamriel, and no imperial table setting is complete without a bottle or jug of rich wine to accompany the meal. Yet, when enthusiasts gather to discuss their favorite vintages, most assume that the only wines that will be discussed are the famously robust red blends of the Colovian Highlands. In this author's estimation, that is a grievous oversight. Every region of the Empire produces wine of some merit, including, of course, the province of Blackwood. An authoritative survey of all the vintners in such a large region would, of course, be beyond the scope of this humble transcript. Instead, let us turn our attention to the styles and characteristics of wines from this little-regarded viticulture area. Leowin and the surrounding Blackwood countryside are among the warmest and most humid regions in the Empire. And this, of course, means that different varieties of grape and growing techniques are required here than one might find in Colovia. Grapes in this climate ripen swiftly, lending themselves to sweet, complex wines with strong floral and fruity notes. We begin with the left bank wines of the hills west of the Nibbin River, close by the dry plains of Anaquina. This, of course, is the most arid part of the Trans-Nibbin region, and the wines made here are the most Colovian in character of any in Leowin. Red varieties, such as the Queen's Tear and the Narianth Fine, do quite well here. The mild winters and long growing season ripen the grapes early. The Transdimmon Hills produce sweet yet robust wines that can be truly extraordinary in the hands of a master vintner. Moving east, we come to the eaves of the Nibbon Forest. Hotter and more humid than the regions west of the river, this area is not well suited for most red grapes. However, white grape varieties, such as the Petit Grey, the White Moon, and the great ambrosia flourish in these forest-shadowed vineyards. They are, of course, among the sweetest and most fruity of all imperial wines, yet that should not detract from any assessment of their quality. Crisp, elegant, and refreshing at their best, the Nibbon Forest Whites need not be ashamed in any imperial lord's cellars. Farther east, on the margins of Black Marsh, we finally come to lands where grapes simply do not do well. Sweltering heat and humidity make the establishment of vineyards all but impossible. Necessity is the mother of invention, of course, so the people of Blackwood's eastern borders make wine, of a sort, from what they have on hand. Figs, blackberries, blueberries, and even peaches. One might be forgiven for assuming that these could only produce cloyingly sweet fruit juice, and in many cases, one would be correct. But some of these fruit wines are surprisingly balanced, and a suitable complement to the spicy cuisine favored in the area. No one would suggest cellaring a black marsh peach wine, or serving it to a guest with a selective palate, but to wash down a homesteader's dinner on a warm summer evening, one could do worse. 